Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Hey guys, and welcome back to today's show. Today, I'm going to talk about the 10 mistakes that most new business owners make. And guys, I hear it every single day. I follow so many groups, not just on the PT side, but I follow groups that are other business side. So your rehab professionals, your holistic practitioners, your dental groups, your retail business groups, your fitness groups, and all of them, although similar, have different mistakes that their business owners make. And for us, Today, we're going to really unwrap the 10 mistakes that a rehab professional new business owner makes. Now, we also make the same mistakes that other business owners make. However, some of these are just directed towards our field and our mindset, actually. So we've got a lot to unpack here. Let's get started. So I want to start talking about mindset. Now, my mindset when I first started out in business was very different than it is now that I've been in business, gosh, almost 10 years. So for those of you who have not met me, I am Kim Narker, and I am the founder of Stretch Physical Therapy and Total Wellness in Westchester, Ohio. And I have been in business now, owning a PT and total wellness business next May will be 10 years for me. So in that 10 years, my mindset has changed quite a bit. So 10 years ago, I was thinking only about how I could bridge the gap in our current healthcare system because I was getting remarks from my clients that the treatment that I was providing was really different than the treatment that they had gotten from other physical therapists and physical therapist assistants in different settings. And my mindset at that time was, uh, maybe they didn't put in what they were supposed to put in. And, you know, the mindset that we're all taught is maybe the client was not compliant. But the more I saw these clients, I did see them progress in a way that when I had put together my program, that my hopes were that they would progress. And in listening to these, as well as knowing, so guys, before I opened my business and back in 2003, I lost my mom to a massive heart attack. And most of you may already know this, but she struggled with finding someone to help her with back pain and hormones and fitness over the age of 40. And it's almost 20 years ago now. And one of her last words made was, you know, you're in this healthcare field. You know, it's very confusing. You should do something about this. And now 
at that time, that was just a seed that was planted for me, but it grew through a passion over the years to be where I am right now. So in business almost 10 years next year, and then to branch off in 2020 to put together a stretch mobility coach program for rehab professionals, and also to very much develop a integrity-based product for rehab professionals to train as stretch mobility coaches and to own a stretch mobility coach business. That is a little over two years in the making now. So from the time that I went to open my practice in 2013, that whole year of 2012, I was learning about business. I was learning about marketing. And those two were the basic fundamentals that were taught in a course. It was basically how to start a business. And it gave me a lot of information on how to start my business. However, when I started my business, I had a perception that I would have customers. And that was simply not true. And customers were hard to find. Now, when I went for more thorough marketing training and invested in myself and put money out there to learn about marketing, I was then able to get a customer. But my challenge at that point was that as a small business owner, I didn't know how to hire. I didn't know how to train. I didn't know how to mentor. And I had that self-limiting belief that, okay, even though I'm hiring PTs, I am just a PTA. So today's show is going to break down those 10 mistakes that I constantly hear people make in our groups and they're struggling. They're struggling in business. And guys, you don't have to struggle in business if you have the right direction. So that mindset shift of that you just want to help a customer is we're going to unpack that in the show today. We're also going to unpack many things that set new practice owners up for failure. And we're going to go deeper into a lot of those mistakes in hopes that you can really take a step to move your new business forward or take a step to open a business with the utmost confidence that you can succeed if you have the right mentorship. So why am I passionate about sharing these 10 mistakes with you? It's really that I went through it and I felt lost and alone. And that's not unlike a lot of other practice owners. Most of us open our practice and put our whole heart into getting it opened, but then not understanding the various stages of business ownership. The three stages of business ownership that I talk about in a lot of my videos are the embryonic stage or the pre-opening stage where you're just now getting your feet wet and you don't really understand what business is all about, but you know you want to open one. And that's about all the information that you have. When you actually open those doors, it becomes this feast or famine to look for clients. And it's in all the groups, it's, you know, just run a Facebook ad and get some clients or you need to do organic marketing to get some clients. We're going to talk about 
that a little bit deeper. And then when you're growing and scaling, now on top of you getting clients, not only for you, you now have to hire, train, onboard staff to see these clients. You have to train these people to see them correctly. And now you have to get more clients for these people. And it seems like the answer is just getting new clients. Well, I'm here to tell you guys in this show today, it's not about getting new clients. It is so much more than gaining a new client to make your business successful. So rehab professionals typically go to school because they want to be able to help others. And what I found in the past 10 years is most often seek this profession because helping others actually makes them feel good about themselves. It actually takes the pressure out of their mind where they're constantly needing attention, that they thrive on seeing people succeed, usually there's some low self-esteem involved in that. Most feel like they need to be nurtured. And those nurturing feelings come when they see a client get better or they structure a program that really helps a client. Most PTs, OTs, and ATCs out there really stink at finances marketing, and sales. So it becomes a challenge for them to really grow a business because a business owner needs to be good at their finances. They need to be good at sales, marketing, and business, not just the clinical side. And some of us, we can all admit, in the very beginning, the clinical skills that we get from school are really very limited and they don't really outreach past a reactive care system that only provides pain relief, but does not rely on deeper healing of the musculoskeletal system. And in the business that I have, the stretch mobility coach, which is a division of stretch physical therapy and total wellness, we actually take a client that experiences pain and or tightness through a successful program that then builds on a preventative program and a musculoskeletal rebuild program, actually keep them away from surgery. And then we have a maintenance program that prevents that pain from coming back again and helps a client maintain and move past the problem that started that brought them in experiencing pain or tightness. And it's not taught in school. None of us know how to do that. We know how to take pain away. But have you picked up the phone and called your clients to see how they are? To see, you know, a year later, two years later, three years later, five years later, how they're actually doing? Have any of you ever done that before? Well, I have. I've reached out to my clients. I researched to see when they came in the clinic, when they actually saw a stretch mobility coach or a PT in our clinic. You know, years later, where are they at? Did they head off to surgery? Did they continue with us through a maintenance program where they didn't have to go down that surgical route? So, The number one thing I would do for you guys that want to get into preventative care, if you don't understand preventative care, is to really reach out to your customers. We see in the PT field a cycle of clients coming back year after year after year. And when they fall off the spectrum, 
are they really better? Did we prevent them from the risk of having to go in to a surgery that could have been prevented? And can surgery be prevented? And I'm not talking about surgery from an acute event. I am talking about chronic pain that leads to degenerative changes that is your stenosis and your arthritis, your degenerative disc disease. Can we prevent those surgeries? That is the stuff we do at the stretch method and our stretch mobility coaches. What sets them apart is that they learn that process, those hands-on techniques, how to rebuild a musculoskeletal system. It's actually the most comprehensive program that I've seen. And I've had many PTs, PTAs, OTs, OTAs, and ATCs tell me there's a lot of stuff to unpack in the program. So let's talk about those 10 mistakes that most business owners make. And let's dig into the show right here. All right. So think as business ownership as easy, right? Because you've heard that a lot. Most people that go into business for themselves feel like business ownership is just that you get a good work-life balance. You're going to start your business. You're going to work less hours. You're not going to have to see the PT grind that you had to see in the hospital system. You're going to make money. You're going to be able to go on vacation anytime you want to go. And you're going to be able to provide outcomes to clients in an unbelievable way. This, my friend, is the first biggest mistake that most business owners make is that they think that business ownership is easier than their current nine to five. And I'm here to tell you guys, (sighs) business ownership is hard. It's a lot of work. Going from a clinician to a business owner, there's a lot of learning. There is, I mean, it's not just your clinical skill guys that opens a business and helps a business to run successfully. It is so much more. So first biggest mistake is that business ownership is easy. And I'm here to tell you that although it is not easy, it is totally rewarding. I've been through it now. This will be 10 years in May. And I don't think I thought that it was easy. That wasn't my mindset. What I thought was that I wanted to make a change. And that passion, that drive, that inner voice of hearing my mom pushed me through those milestones that I thought that I could never, ever overcome. And I'm happy. I'm happy that I did it. But it's not easy. There are many of us that work over 80 hours a week. And we're just now trying to ramp down so that we don't have to work 80 hours a week. And I'm telling you guys, that misconception of easy and that you're going to work less hours than you work at your full-time job, not true. And what you don't want to do is open your business and do that for the rest of your life. You want to be able to have guidance to be able to have the support you need so that you can work less hours see more people, make more money, and be able to provide for your family because you opened a business. That is doable. And if you listen to the end of the show, I'll talk about that a little bit more. 
So the second biggest mistake that new business owners make is they don't want to spend any money. So I don't know how your business is going to succeed without you investing in the business, but also investing in yourself. And what I mean by that is investing in the business is the materials that you need to make sure your business is successful. So you're going to need supplies, equipment, signage, paperwork, um, all of those things for business ownership. But then you're going to need marketing materials. You're going to need apparel. You're going to need stuff for events so that you stand out in a crowd. And most of us don't purchase those things, number one, because you don't know where to get them from. And number two is because when it comes time to do an event and you don't have event materials, where do you get those from? You got to now come up with all of the information for the marketing materials. So you have to get information to make a rack card. You have to make your business card. You might have to do a brochure for your facility. You're going to need a table runner. You're going to need a retractable banner. What in the heck do you put on those things? You're going to need clothing that when you're walking out in public, they look at you and go, wow, what is that? And it also recognizes you as being a part of something bigger than what you are. You're going to need a website so that people can go to your website. What do you put on that website? Most of us throw some pictures on there and some words and a customer goes to it and sees lackluster. I mean, why would they click on it? You got to give them a reason. So all of this stuff as a new business owner, you're not aware of at all. And most of us typically don't even know what we don't have until we have an event or it comes up that we need a website. And now all of your time, money, and energy is thrown into that one project that can actually take months and months to actually put together. Now, the third biggest mistake that new business owners make is they don't provide the value that their customer is looking for. And guys, I hear it every day in the clinic and you have to be able to overcome these things. Number one, you have to provide enough value in your initial visit. TSM, we call that our stretch mobility consult. And there is actually value added way before that first visit that sets our stretch mobility coaches up for success to actually close a sale for a program that is somewhere around $1,000. Then most people at that point don't know how to actually transition their client to the next step because your client may be coming in. We all know it. We've seen it so much. When pain is gone and tightness is decreased, your client says, I'm 90% better. And now you're faced with, oh, well, I know you're not better. And that's based on TSM's model because we are looking at a client to see where their problem is. And then we're looking at how do I keep them away from surgery? What do I need to do to keep them away from surgery? So when they say they're 90%, they're usually on phase two of our five-phased program. So most clinicians are not educated or confident 
in overcoming that obstacle when a client says, I'm 90% better, and most will lose their clients at that point for those clients to cycle back through that chronic pain setting. And that is a huge mistake, guys, because now that person that said PT didn't work for them, now you offered them a newer service and your service did not work for them. Where are they going to go now to get true guidance to avoid surgery? Make sure you know how to transition your clients. Make sure you can overcome that objection with clinical skill, reasoning, and proven techniques to be able to take them through a successful program and make sure you can educate them to rebuild their musculoskeletal system to decrease degeneration by coming to see you. Now, the fourth most common mistake that a new business owner makes is they don't understand business fundamentals. And this is your accounting, balancing, you know, how much am I supposed to save? Marketing, sales, you know, what forms do I need to give my clients? And and most of you, you've seen it in the groups. You got a person that reaches out that goes, hey, can somebody just share their forms? Share their forms. Wow, you're opening a wellness business and you want to use the same forms that a physical therapy clinic uses. Well, that's a big mistake, guys, because your forms are meant to give you the data that you need to set you up for success in your consult, but they're also to establish boundaries, guidelines in your business. They're making sure that your customer understands what your cancellation policy is and you understand it and uphold that cancellation policy. You want to establish a a refund policy or not a refund policy. What is going to happen when are all of those business things that you need to know, as well as tracking your sales, tracking your leads, seeing what your conversions are, what are your fundamental stats as a business owner that you need to track. And I know most of you guys are looking and going, those things aren't fun, but a necessary component of a successful business. So understanding business becomes huge because most of you jump in just like I did. I didn't understand stats. I didn't understand any of that. I just wanted to make it better for the customer. And I have, but along the way, I've learned to become business savvy, also learn how to keep my money, how to strategize, how to plan, how to um, understand when to market, when to stop marketing, how to track my marketing, what forms I need, how to add a service, so much more. So let's get to number five. Number five is that most new business owners do not know what marketing is, how to market, how to speak marketing. And I'm talking your internal marketing, which is your sales associate, for example. For PT clinics, that would be your your front desk person or your internal marketing person. And then external marketing, that's your salesperson that brings in leads outside of your company. And then of course, digital marketing. You hear a lot about that in the groups. You know, if you just put a Facebook ad out, you're going to get new leads. Well, 
guys, I'm here to tell you, Facebook leads, although you will get leads, does not help your business grow if you do not know how to vet these Facebook people. If you do not understand how to, what your products and services are and who is a good candidate to receive your products and services, it can lead to a lot of bad reputations out in the area. So really understanding marketing, how marketing is broken down, how to actually go through your client's customer success and how to set up a clinic that has the proper systems in place for internal, external marketing and digital marketing that actually work to bring in money and not just spend money for your company. That's a big mistake and a big misunderstanding among new business owners. Now, number six, most new business owners don't have a service that customers won't. I know, plug your ears, but I'm telling you right now, guys, so next May will be 10 years in business for me. And I opened a PT practice with wellness and I truly did not understand that so many people out there were providing lackluster services that customers were not looking for. And most of you have seen it. You advertise your physical therapy. You may have a person for three to seven treatments, but now you have to get another customer every three to seven treatments. That model is exhausting and it's losing force out there because the PT world of insurance reimbursement, which is poor, Any new owner that goes into business right now is set up for failure if you're only going to do insurance-based care. You're going to need another form of service that is going to be able to deliver cash into your practice just to make it profitable. And you may not see this for two or three years and you're exhausted, but who wants to go down that long road? Because guys... I've been there. I've done it. I've seen it. It's hard. It's stressful and it's exhausting. So understanding your service, understanding what a customer wants and making sure that your service that is delivered meets and exceeds your customer's expectation of care is going to be a great asset to your business. Now, number seven, Most new business owners do not understand that it is very easy to make money. Boy, we can make money. My Every year in my company, I was amazed. Every year I grew and then I went from in-network to out-of-network and gained more revenue and profit. And now that I'm a cash-based system, My first fear was, well, I'm not going to make as much money because I'm not going to be able to see as many clients. Wrong. (laughs) A cash-based system, just because you have a cash-based system doesn't mean you can't grow and scale your business. You can. We have a waiting list. I am back to treating clients because I need a stretch mobility coach and it takes time for that coach to go through the training so that they can first start as an apprentice and then graduate after they pass their practicum to be and work as a stretch mobility coach. And right now, guys, we have a waiting list. Jordan is full. 
I am only doing three days a week in the clinic and I am full with a waiting list. And then we offer other services that are growing because of how we've put things together in our clinic. So making money is easy. The problem is keeping money and you have to be a good business owner to understand how to track things, how to estimate things. There's a lot of skill that goes into business ownership and being able to keep money and make profits. Now, number eight is that keeping money. Most of our new business owners are just looking at making money. They're not looking at how do I keep money? And if I do keep money, how do I not have to pay it all in taxes? So one of the biggest mistakes that all of us make at the end of the year, we don't know how to get to the end of the year. And maybe we did have a profit and now you've got to pay, you know, dollars $30,000 on profit to taxes. And you've already spent that money. So understanding how much money to put aside for your operation account, your tax account, for your profit account, understanding that becomes very necessary for successful business ownership. Now, number nine is huge because as clinicians, when you work for another company, if a client doesn't stay on with care for you, no big deal. No blood loss, no sweat loss because you lost a client, right? Well, when you're in business for yourself and you're spending money to get a new lead in, it costs so much more to get a new lead in than it costs to actually take a past patient and put them on your caseload or to get this guy's continue providing care that is proven that your clients are looking for that continues to get your client vested in your program and keeps them long-term. And I know a lot of PTs are out there saying, eh, I don't want to keep my client forever because then they have to rely on me. Well, that's a clinical mindset, guys, because in business, you want to be able to provide a service and have continual money coming into your clinic. And if you're having to seek a new client every six to seven visits and you can't keep your clients moving through a successful program onto the next step, you are losing money every day. And I want you to consider it's not just about the money, but when you graduate that client from you, where do they go? Like I said in the beginning of the show today, you don't know where your person is because you're not calling, you're not reaching out, you're not dialing that number and asking that customer, since I last saw you, what have you been experiencing? So when you lose them, where do they go? Start thinking about that. Guys, start thinking about what's next for that customer because you have the clinical skill to help this person live pain and tightness free for the rest of their lives. But allowing them to self-discharge puts them back into that chronic pain cycle. And you're it's not at that point about losing money in your business. You just lost a customer that you could have helped into a system 
that didn't help them before they came to you. So number nine, most new business owners and clinicians don't know how to keep a customer and put them through a successful program that helps them successfully for the rest of their lives. And number 10, guys, number 10, most of you, whether you're a new business owner or you're ready to start, do not know how to network. You don't know how to promote and sell your services through partnerships, through collaborations. I hear so many people out there saying, well, you know, that chiropractor was quacky, so I'm not going to refer over to a chiropractor or that personal trainer doesn't know what they're talking about. Guys, help each other out, collaborate, teach your business partners what they need to know so that you each benefit your community. It is not just one profession that helps a client live their best life for their entire life. So learning how to network, learning how to build relationships and promote your services through partnerships and collaboration is going to be imperative in the growth of your business. And it's going to help your customer because, again, if you feel like you are the only person in the world that is going to keep a client away from surgery, guys, not a good mindset. We are here to truly help a customer, not partly to help a customer. So to kind of recap here, business ownership, it is. It's hard. It is not easy. And adding stretching and wellness services that are desired by clients experiencing pain and tightness, guys, it's doable, but you can't just give them stretching that is a typical service that's provided by a personal trainer or someone that's learned stretching or even the stretching that we've been doing in our skilled care. That is not enough to prevent someone from going to surgery. It's not enough to keep a person flexible and for them to have a healthy musculoskeletal system. And people are looking for proven preventative treatments. These clients are not finding the care that they're actually looking for. And they're looking, they're going to chiropractors, they're going to personal trainers, massage therapists, they're going to holistic doctors. They're going to functional medicine doctors. Our healthcare system has shifted. And I see it has shifted in such a wonderful way that now we get the opportunity as skilled musculoskeletal specialists to be able to provide a care that is not out there. So when I broke away and started providing stretch mobility coach services. And now two years into it, I've really honed into helping thousands upon thousands of people not have to go towards surgery. And I know that as a fact, because my customers stay on as a maintenance program. They're not dropping off. And those people that are dropping off, we're calling them. And if we don't get them, we don't have that data, but we are right now researching, you know, what a stretch mobility coach client gets 
if they come for just the consult? What do they get if they come a few treatments? What do they get if they go through the whole program? What about if they're going through a maintenance program? We are researching that right now and getting numbers out there to qualify the stretch method. Now, the stretch method has has you covered if you're looking into going to business or you're struggling with business and you're looking to add wellness services that are cash-based into your private practice or into your chiro clinic or into your, you know, your medical practice or into your gym. We're now offering two routes for new business owners. Route number one is a business owner who wants to open a stretch mobility coach practice. And guys, you can open a mobile practice or you can open a brick and mortar practice offering stretch mobility coach services. And there are so many areas that would benefit from these services. And I can talk about that more in future shows, but For those people who want to look into route number one, then I would suggest that you apply for affiliation with the stretch method. And that's just a simple, you know, right now until we get the website updated, it's just jumping on a call with me to see if you're a good fit. And once we've established that you're a good fit for being an affiliate owner, then you would pay for your affiliate license. You would get access to your online training as a business owner that includes all the forms that you need. It includes a website, your social pages. It directs you on how to post on your social pages, how to gain and learn how to network and gain collaborative partners, teaches you how to transition your care in your clinic. You know, it gives you the forms that you need to get started that covers your practice and so much more. All of that you get as being an affiliate owner with the stretch method. But on top of that, if you're an affiliate owner, then once you sign up, you pay and you sign our agreement, our business agreement, then we start searching for your stretch mobility coach and your stretch mobility coach pays for their training. And when they become certified, then you can hire them. And guys, you don't have to train them. You don't have to do um, onboarding. You don't have to teach them. You don't have to mentor them because they come completely trained and ready to convert clients, sell themselves, sell their program, and transition clients through a successful program. They know all of that. You now can just be a business owner, promote your services, and market your services so that you get no leads into your clinic. So you're set up for success from the beginning if you want to apply for affiliation with TSM. Now, route number two is a rehab professional. That is a PT, a PTA, an OT, an OTA, or an athletic trainer that has already graduated from an accredited program or holds a current license in their respective fields. You can apply to be a stretch mobility coach and be an affiliate owner and be your own boss. 
Now, we have three owners currently in the program. One is in Canton, Ohio. One is in Louisiana and one is in Pennsylvania. That is training to be a stretch mobility coach, but also training to be a business owner. Why are they owning their own business? And they're learning the skills that they need to know. And they're learning how not to make those 10 mistakes that we just talked about today. So if you are interested as a rehab professional, then in the show notes, if you want to become your own boss or if you want to affiliate with TSM because you're not a rehab professional and you want us to look for a stretch mobility coach for you and train them up for you, then in the show notes below, I'm going to have a link for a strategy call. And if our website is ready with the updated information, we'll have that there for you as well. So go ahead and click on those show notes and schedule a call to see if you're a good fit to be your own boss and to work as a stretch mobility coach and offer stretch mobility coach services. Or if you just want to be a business owner and you want to hire a stretch mobility coach, there are PTAs out there that are looking into the program and we will train them up for you so that they'll be ready to do their clinical component in your practice. So guys, if you are loving this information, then please rate and review this show and please let me know what other information I can help you with to make sure that your business is successful. If you have any questions or comments, please post them below. I hope this was helpful for you and that this information can truly help you step up your game in business ownership. Thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate all of you for tuning in and I hope you keep your eye out for the next show. joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www.thestretchmobilitycoach.com. This website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 